want to thank my mommy for loving me so much, for taking me out to the park, for reading me books, for taking, taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot in ballet rehearsal, for leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And, and now, as a grown-up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom, for having the chance to take you to the park, for reading you those books we enjoy so much, for being able to take you to your therapies after you twisted your ankle, for understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing. And in your new role, we help you help. Visit aarp.org caregiving to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Remember, visit aarp.org caregiving. AARP, we help you help. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. ESPN 94.1 FM at 8930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Wednesday, November 18th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Miller Lite holds true great taste. It's only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Coming up today on the program, we're still going to be talking to the play-by-play voice of the Charlotte 49ers, Matt Swearat. What are we going to talk about? Well, obviously the game was postponed. We don't know if it's going to be rescheduled again. I've been going over it with a few people. We're trying to come up with some sort of mental exercise to figure out how could Marshall get that game in? Could they play next week? Well, you look at the schedule and go, no, they can't play next week because everyone's got a conference game and Charlotte will be playing Western Kentucky. So, no, can't do that. What happens then? Well, either Marshall sits this one out or Marshall comes up with a replacement game on Saturday. They can't play on Black Friday because they've got basketball if that gets played. You're not going to play on Thanksgiving. I I wouldn't imagine you play on Thanksgiving. And then, of course, you can't play early because you've got the basketball game on Wednesday. So it would probably have to be just a normal Saturday if Marshall would want to try to recoup that game or – Get ready for Rice, get ready for FIU, get ready for those opponents, and then you're going to play most likely in the Conference USA Championship game. But that's just me. We'll see what happens. Trust me, every day it's a new story. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Something cool that happened yesterday. It came down after we we went off the air. Doc Holliday was named to the watch list for the Paul Bear Bryant Coach of the Year Award. That's that's a pretty big deal. Of course, the Thundering Herd right now undefeated, 7-0, ranked 15th. You just earned the Football Writers Association of America National Team of the Week honor. You've got a lot of things going right for your team to be in that list. That's a big deal for Doc Holliday. And I was thinking about this today. There were times when I would do shows, people would call post-game especially, frustrated, just frustrated the way that the football team was going. There were a couple of bad years for sure, but nothing that hasn't been overcome. 
thundering hard right now. This is one of those years, despite the adversity that everyone is facing and every team is going through. Marshall's doing all right so far with the hand it's been dealt. So I just think back. I think back fondly on those days where I'd have to talk about Doc Holliday and talk about the fact that it was a loss. You didn't like how a certain thing happened. You didn't like how a certain play went down. We've come a long way, haven't we? Doc Holliday being named to the watch list for the Paul Bear Bryant Coach of the Year Award. That's a big deal for Doc. I think if he doesn't win it, at least to be in the the list, that's a, that's a big win for him. Now, we're going to dig deep into it later because there are several teams that are out in college football. More, I'm sure, on the way. But here's a big one at Ohio State that really interested me when I saw it. Family members are no longer allowed at Ohio State sporting events due to health advisory. So the Department of Athletics announcing that the family members of players and coaching staff not going to be permitted into sporting events through 2020 due to the city's health advisory. So what happened here? Columbus Public Health, along with Franklin County Public Health, issued a 28-day stay-at-home advisory That came down today due to the rise of COVID-19 cases. So the advisory goes into effect on Friday, November 20th. The university said the decision not to allow any fans aligns with the advisory. The university said the decision not to allow any fans aligns with the the advisory. That, That right there is where I'm sitting thinking any day now the hammer is going to come down. Any day now. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but any day now you could have a hammer come down and say, look, okay, you you can play these things, but nobody's going to be allowed. You're not going to have any fans. You know, we understand You've got the game, play the game, but it's going to be TV only because nobody's going to be allowed in. I'm surprised that hasn't ramped up just yet. And so families are not going to be allowed to attend all of Ohio State's men's and women's basketball and hockey home games that are either scheduled or in the process of being scheduled through the remainder of the year. Could that carry over to next year? Well, we're not that far away. So there's a possibility it could carry over. But I'm waiting for that to happen more frequently, even here. Does the health department come in and say, look, sorry, things are ramping up here with COVID-19. We're not going to allow fans in the arena. Right now, you've got to reduce the capacity, and you're going to have social distancing. You're going to have everything, no concessions. You're going to be allowed to bring in a bottle of water, 20-ounce bottle of water, Seal, that's it. That'll get you through the game. For some, sure, it will. For others, maybe not so much. But that's it. You're going to go into the game, watch it, then you're going to leave. How many people are going to sign up? I'm sure a lot of people are going to sign up for that. There's a a poll on ESPN. I don't know how reflective that poll is locally, anecdotally, but... 
a lot of fans are not interested in going back to sporting events inside until there's a a pathway, a vaccine. The pandemic has been quelled. A lot of fans are saying, no, we're not coming back. I've seen this. Again, all anecdotal, either reading on social media or just talking to people. Nothing scientific here, but there are a lot of people who are saying, look, we're not in. We're out. We're not doing this. We'll come back when it's okay. Watch it on TV. We'll listen to it on the radio. Totally anecdotal. This is not a scientific survey of any anything. This isn't a, a correct temperature of the room. It's just a lot of people are not really going to opt into this. And I'd be curious to see how many fans have actually opted in. I don't know if there's going to be a big list. I'm sure there will be enough people, enough people to sign up and try to get into the lottery to get tickets, to get to a game, feel comfortable, feel confident in what Marshall's doing to allow fans in. There'll be those who don't like the seating arrangements, and that's fine, completely your prerogative. I get it. No judgment here. But there will be a core group of people who decide, you know what, we're in. We're going to do this. We're going to live our lives. Marshall's going to let us in. We're going to take advantage of it. We'll wear the mask. We'll social distance. We'll do it. We're going to be in there, support the herd. And there's going to be a lot of people who don't. And there might be a situation where you might find out nobody's going to get in. Health department might say, look, nope, sorry, not having this. Teams can play. They're they're getting tested. They're in a protocol. They can play. Everyone on the court can be involved. Everybody else, nope, not happening. So I'm curious if this is going to come down. I'm not sitting here thinking, okay, it's going to come down tomorrow. But I'm not going to be surprised if this comes down anytime here in the near future. Not just Marshall, across the country, across the state. Maybe we shut this stuff down finally. We we watch and we see the numbers and we see the run on toilet paper. Yes, the run on toilet paper is back. I went shopping yesterday and I saw the toilet paper aisle just devastated. It's it's a run again because the numbers are up. People are in hoarding mode again, and people are concerned, and rightfully so. This thing is spiked, and yet there are a lot of people who are just saying, nope, we're fine. We're going to go to a basketball game. We're going to go see. And if you're Ohio State, eh, nope, not doing it. Not right now. Might be out of Marshall's hands. But right now, there was a, a, a deadline for the sign-up. There's a lottery. Get an opportunity to put your name in the hat. You might get lucky and get tickets to every game. You might get lucky and get half the games. You might not get lucky at all. I'm, I'm sure they'll work it out. There's got to be some way to, to make sure that you get at least one game. If you put your name in the hat, there has to be an opportunity for you. All right, we're going to turn our attention to Marshall and Charlotte, the game that should have been when we continue with today's edition on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Wednesday, November 18th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And usually on the program, you know the drill by now. We like to invite play-by-play announcers, media members from the visiting team or the other team to talk about the game. Unfortunately, we don't have a game to talk about, but 
It is tradition. Uh, we've had several people on after game cancellation. So Matt Swearad joins us now to continue that tradition of um, we had a game we were going to talk about, but unfortunately COVID strikes and, and now what? Yeah, you know, uh, thanks thanks for having me on. And, and for us anyway, it was certainly um, interesting getting the call on Monday night. The last couple of cancellations we've had have come at the last hour on Friday before either a flight or a home game. So at least we're not to wait until the final moment this week and, and getting, uh, you know, shot down at the last last second. That disappointment's not as big, but it still, it still stings, that's for sure. And we were really looking forward to our trip to Huntington. Yeah, this was a game I think a lot of people circled. Uh, Charlotte and Marshall, uh, sort of a got to get after those guys because after the game against Middle Tennessee, I think heard players were looking ahead to that game and trying to take care of some unfinished business and continue on, and now we're kind of denied I thought would have been a really great matchup. Yeah, I was looking forward to it for so many reasons. Uh, you know, the history now between the two programs in such a short period of time. Um, and, you know, of course, the, the connection with Coach uh, Brad Lambert right now. Um, plus, you guys, you know, being one of the top teams in the country, the, the test that we could have uh, certainly had on the road against a, a great conference opponent and kind of see where we stood. Um, two and one in the league right now, but you know, having not played for a couple of weeks and coming off the really bad loss to Duke back on Halloween, I was I was hoping we could have played last week just to have a game under our belt before the Marshall game. So, you know, I, I'm not sure if we'll get to play it down the road in December, but I, I hope they can reschedule it and we get a chance to play it uh, because the series has become a lot of fun. I was speculating that maybe Conference USA would step in and try to work something out where – you take this game, maybe replace Rice on the Marshall schedule if it's feasible because this is a East Division game more important. This might determine if Marshall is the team to beat, be the champion, be in the East Division championship hunt, all of those adjectives. You throw it in there. Just to, I felt like this was an important game here because Marshall right now is the odds-on favorite of playing for the championship from the East Division, but it's still not settled. There's still a couple of games to go. Yeah, you know, you guys, you beat FAU. Um, we lost to FAU, so the matchup between Marshall and Charlotte would have been would have been really big. And um, maybe they will look to change something. We have still Western Kentucky, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, next week, which is our last home game. And then they've rescheduled um, on I think the fifth of December the FIU game, which was canceled. But they've had so much difficulty down there playing games. Who knows if that game actually, you know takes place and is that a game that they could maybe switch and either put Marshall we also lost middle Tennessee um to to fill that spot and then the next week have the other of those two teams uh play so who knows what the conference might do but I think it's probably going to be more you know get to that that first weekend of December can a team like FIU play and if they can't then maybe they'll start doing some switching around Matt, what's the, the mood for the 49ers program? Because some of these cancellations, no cause of Charlotte. Yeah, you're just a victim of a cancellation, and then Charlotte's got to call this one off. So it feels like you get over the hump, and then all of a sudden you have a major setback. You know, What's the mindset? What's the mood going on right now with these, uh, with these young men and, and the coaching staff? You know, the guys have had a, had a great attitude. There's been a lot of disappointment, of, co- of course, with the, the uh, cancellations. But uh, now we've, we've got some players that, that do have the virus, and hopefully 
uh, you know, this week of not playing is going to help them, you know, just get healthy again. And I think right now they're just trying to, you know, look out for the, the well-being of all, all the student athletes at this point. But the previous weeks, there's been disappointed disappointment, but they've had great attitudes. They've come back on Monday and, uh, you know, got back to work for the next week. And uh, we've got a lot of, you know, upperclassmen, uh, senior leadership, like, you know, Tyreek Harris and, and Ben DeLuca, guys that have been here five, six years. And um, just, just, you know, great kind of bedrocks of the program. And, and they've really helped hold it all together. Our quarterback, Chris Reynolds, is a, you know, a true team leader. And um, just the culture of, of the program has been able to help them kind of over you know, the storm, if you will. And uh, I think, you know, they still hope to play two, three more games. And, and if they get that opportunity, I know they'll be ready. Joining us on the program from Charlotte 49ers, he's the play-by-play announcer, Matt Swearad. Marshall, Charlotte not being played, and you're hoping that you can get to the next week and you look at the schedule and there's so many games that you can make up here. It it just – I don't know how – even with the extended couple of weeks here, I, I know we're pushing into bowl season, but I almost feel like we need like a, a, just a pause so we can – push a few things back, maybe get a few more games in. If we're really serious about playing the championship game, you know, I know a lot of this is going to be determined by when the college football playoff actually takes place, but it feels like we're at that point now. We just need to take a pause here for a couple weeks. And I don't think anyone would agree with me, though. They just want to power through and get as many games in as possible. Yeah, I think a lot of teams just kind of want to, just, just want to keep playing when they can. But, you know, there has been talk, at least maybe – among the conferences of, of maybe pushing that uh, college football playoff back. Now, nothing, of course, has been out in the public, but they've at least had those conversations. And, you know, if, if you look at those Power Five leagues, they start losing some more key games in the next week or two. Maybe maybe that actually happens. And if that happens, it pushes back conference championship games and gives us more time to get some of these games in. Um, and, and, and if you're a college football fan, I guess, you know, that, that's great. It's a little bit colder now, but... Um, once you get into early December, it's not going to get any colder. I mean, we're going to play in the same kind of weather. The guys are practicing the same kind of weather. And um, you'll be going into Christmas break anyway. Outside of finals, the guys have a lighter you know, class load. So, you know, maybe uh, maybe it's something that, that can happen. But uh, on the pause, I know the Niners are kind of taking a step back right now, but it's because uh, of, the, of the virus. But moving forward, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the case is rising like they are across the country right now, that uh, maybe there is at some point a, a stop for a week or two and then try to get going again. But I think there's also the fear, too, you stop for a week or two, what happens with the guys? If they're not really in the facility every day and they start, you know, spreading out in the community, there's a, a bigger chance that they could get sick. And I know a lot of the coaches feel like even though it's not a true bubble, they've got them in enough of a little bit of a bubble trying to keep them close to the facility and and in doing so, they feel like they're doing the best uh, to, to maybe play the next week. So I, I can see it on both sides. I, I'm not sure if anybody's right. It's just such a, a, a unique situation that hopefully that, you know, in coming years, none of us ever have to relive this again. But um, just make the best that we can and, and, and enjoy the games that we do get to play. Yeah, I, I agree with you on the fact that with Marshall, Doc Holliday's got his arms. I think Doc, as far as socially distanced as possible, has got arms around everyone. And and I'm sure it's the same down in Charlotte, trying to make sure that these kids just, you know, football, 
home, dorm, wherever, study, come back out, football, home, dorm, study, and just stay away from people. And it's still difficult because I'm sure Charlotte's doing everything as a program it can to keep these kids socially distanced, safe, and still you got to contend with this. Oh, you're right. They're doing the very best they can, and and um, you know I've been I've been amazed with just how diligent they are with the protocol, and and um, you know even I'm getting tested two times a week just to be able to to be around the facility and be able to, to travel with the team, and uh, everything has been just you know first class, and they've done a a fantastic job. And and that being said, they still have the speed bumps of of people getting sick, and I think that's just just you know shows you just how widespread and how easy it is to catch this virus. Um, it's just a tough time, and, and hopefully, you know, it's just that we can kind of manage. And, and you know, I, I thought if we played seven, eight games, it would have been a great season. Um, we've only played five. There are some schools like, you know, Western Kentucky, I don't think they've had a cancellation yet. And there have been other schools like, you know, FIU and FAU that have struggled to even play, you know, four or five games. So uh, it affects everybody differently. And um, unfortunately, we've had seven weeks where a games have been canceled or moved, and and um, it's certainly been frustrating. Joining us on the program, Charlotte 49ers play-by-play announcer Matt Swearad. And Matt, basketball, that's coming up as well. you got to contend with all of that. And the conference coming up with a, a new format for the schedule. So when Marshall and Charlotte play, it's going to be back-to-back games. This is going to be – Sort of like the NBA in some ways. You're going to have those uh, back-to-back games. You, you might see the same opponent several times. Uh, this is new for uh, at least college basketball, or at least we haven't had this in a long time. Yeah, you know, and it's going to be the back-to-back, especially when teams play Marshall. If Coach D'Antoni is still running up down the floor like he likes to run up and down the floor, that second day might really, really uh, be a, a benefit for the herd because you know, guys just could be gassed if you're trying to run and score in the mid-90s all the time. Um, but it, it's, going to, it's going to be interesting, and we're kind of just the opposite. We want to keep guys in the, in the upper 40s, 50s, low 60s. We had the coaches show last night, and I was joked with Ron Sanchez. I said, hey, you're not opposed to scoring, are you? I know you want to score in the 80s, but you want to hold the opponent in the 40s or 50s. And uh, he was laughing. i got to tell my players that it's okay if you score, but we don't want the other guys to score. It's just a different mentality of, of, of approaching the game, our, our two coaches. And uh, we, both, we both had a lot of success in recent years. And I, I love our roster. I love our team. I think it's going to be really an exciting season if we get to play. And, um, you know, it's a unique, unique format, but I know the administrators and the league presidents and chancellors are doing all they can to try and, you know, salvage a season and, and get through it and let these um, young men have a chance to play some college basketball this year. But it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a challenge, much like football. But even you know, with football, you've got 110, 120 guys. You lose 20 or 30, you can still manage to field a team at times. During basketball, you know, there's, what, 12, 13, 14 guys. A couple guys get sick. It could be a couple of weeks before you play again. I think the only advantage, and by the time Marshall and Charlotte play, I'm sure Dan will have the team's legs underneath him is – in fact, Marshall hasn't had a chance to take advantage of all the time that they've needed to get ready for the season because of, again, COVID-19 and issues and contact tracing. Yeah, they've had to hold a couple of times, so they really haven't got the full six weeks or so. And I'm sure that's a lot of teams' problem right now, trying to even get ready for the season. Uh, the good news here, for at least for Marshall fans, is Charlotte's got to travel to Huntington this year. So um, yeah, this is going to be yeah. a, it's going to be a fun trip for you guys. 
I, I enjoy the trip. Get a big old burger at Patty's next door, and and uh, it, it's a fun place to go. I always get to visit with Brad when I'm in town, and and uh, just uh, always have enjoyed. You know, Steve's a good friend of mine, and I love coming up there. So we're, we're looking forward to it. Spend a you know three four days up in Huntington. We open up next week. Kind of same situation you've been in. We've been shut down a little bit uh, because of different COVID issues and haven't got all the practice time in, but. They're doing a good job right now. We open up uh, at the Volunteer Classic in Tennessee. We were supposed to be in Orlando. That got canceled. So um, put together an event at the University of Tennessee, and we play you know, the, the 12th ranked team in the country on, on Wednesday at the Volunteers and come back the very next day and, and play a really good team out of the A-10 and VCU. So we'll get a test right out of the gates to see uh, just how good we could potentially be. Joining us on the program, he's the Charlotte 49ers play-by-play announcer, Matt Swearad, and football, unfortunately, not happening this Saturday. I like to think we can get a rematch or at least a, a reschedule of that game. And, and, of course, coming up in January, definitely going to have you here in Huntington at the Henderson Center. And uh, make uh, make sure Cotton's the one buying you that uh, burger from Fat Patty's because uh, my understanding, he's got to take the uh, COVID test. I think they're in protocol three times a week. You're doing it too, yeah. so yeah. I think he's. Um, I don't know. Maybe you should be buying him since he's got to take that uh, <laughs> that test uh, one more time. Tell you what, I've gotten used to it. It, it doesn't bother me. I know it, it it varies from person to person, but uh, he since he works on campus, I think that's that's the tier he has to be in. I, I don't work on campus. So I'm not around as much, um, and I'm I'm allowed to just uh, I guess it's tier two and be tested two times. The difference is though, I live about. 50 minutes from campus, so going in, coming back, being there for about an hour, it's a three-hour turnaround for me to go and get tested uh, twice a week, and um, it, it definitely can be a challenge, but uh, I've, I've not minded one bit. If it gets us to get on the field and play football or play basketball, I'll do whatever they ask me to do. I think next week, we go to Tennessee, we have to be tested the first day when we get there on Monday, and I have to test for uh, Sunday with football, so I think, in theory, I could be tested six straight days next week. Okay. Um, I think Cotton's got to owe you the hamburger then. Or, or, or Brad's got to owe you the, the hamburger. One of those guys owe you a hamburger or, or two. Man, yeah, that's, that's tough. We'll figure it out. That's tough. I, I'm not in anybody's tier right now. So, um, of course, you know, i got to stay far, far away, Zoom press conferences and everything. But, man, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, that's earning your paycheck there, Matt. We've been lucky with uh, like our coaches shows. We've we've still done it not in a restaurant this year, but we do it in person. We just we're about ten, twelve feet apart. Myself and Al Wallace and Coach Healy. So we've enjoyed those. He wanted to do them in person, and since I am testing with the players, I do do my my player interviews in person. A lot of teams are doing Zoom, and I think a lot of schools you know aren't even traveling uh, their broadcasters. So we feel really fortunate that the school has gone above and beyond to keep us involved and keep us with them and um and you know haven't had to do the virtual stuff very often so they're pretty lucky in that regard it's it's kind of been more normal than you know for a lot of teams out there so um, very fortunate well, matt we look forward to getting you back here in huntington soon hopefully it's before the basketball series but if that's uh the next time we see you um fat patties definitely making it happen sounds good i hey, appreciate it um looking forward to it Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Matt Swearad joining us on the program. The Charlotte 49ers play-by-play voice not coming to Huntington this weekend, but hopefully we're going to have him here on Friday. 
January 8th and 9th for the two-game matchup against Charlotte. When we continue, we'll get your phone calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by Miller Lite, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Lite holds true great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. A lot of cancellations going on. I can't keep track of them because every time that we go on the air, more happen during the show. Here are the ones I do know of right now. Utah. Mountain West, Utah State, Wyoming, that game canceled. Utah State, COVID-19 issues, upward trend there. Also, the American announcing a couple of games and some postponements. The Houston at SMU and Navy at USF games postponed due to COVID-19 issues with Houston and USF. And, of course, contact tracing. Contact tracing will get you every single time. And you got to do it. Once you have a confirmed positive exposure, you have to go and do your due diligence because you don't want these kids unknowingly having it, and you want to make sure that they don't unknowingly spread it as well. So it's it's difficult, to say the least, try to figure out how to make all of this work. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We went a little long in our last segment, so we're going to make all that up right now. And when we continue, we'll get your phone calls in, and I'll tell you some ways you can reach me social media style when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We've made it even easier for you now. You want to be able to listen to the show. You can't listen to it live, so you have to get on your podcast catcher. Maybe you're just a little old-fashioned. You you want to listen to the show. You can't listen to it live. But maybe you don't go for the, I've got an iPhone, I've got an Android. I don't do it that way. Well, you can go to our website, wrvc.com. Um, got a new widget. Yeah, I know. We're getting into um, some, some dangerous tech talk here. Not TikTok, Tech Talk. You can go to our website, and uh, we got a brand new podcast widget thanks to Apple Podcasts, so you can listen to it right there on the web page. All you have to do is go to wrvc.com, and that's where you can find links to enable the Alexa skill so you can listen to the show live or the radio station. Also, we have our Android and our iOS app. The app store link is right there at wrvc.com. You can listen to the station live from the website. All you have to do is go to WRVC.com. All the links are visible for you to listen to the program however you want to, live or on demand. And speaking of ways to interact, of course, you can always find me on Twitter. I'm not leaving Twitter. Even though everyone seems to be not happy with Twitter and the new fleets, it's not tweets, it's fleets because they're fleeting. And so, I've even made a fleet. Nothing nothing really earth-shattering, but you should check it out. 
on Twitter at Paul Swan. And of course, uh, you can find us on Facebook. We've got a couple of avenues for you. We've got our show page, The Drive with Paul Swan, and we've got our growing group which is going to be great to place to interact with people who enjoy the show. Maybe you want to talk Marshall football. You want to talk about what we've talked about on the show with other people. You can do so on our group. You can find our group on our Facebook page or just search for the group, the Drive with Paul Swan group. That's our, that's our really well-thought-out name for that group right now, and you can find it, be a part of it. And you can find it, be a part of it, and you can interact with fans who like listening to the show, you can talk Marshall sports or other things. And, of course, you know I'll be there as well at times to check in on you, see where you guys are going, and finding out what you guys are interested in. So that's all coming up on social media. All you have to do is uh, log on to Twitter, find me there at Paul Swan, or you can find me on Facebook. Search The Drive with Paul Swan. We've got a page, and we've got a group. The group took off today. Uh, we fired it back up. We hadn't been using it, really. So we fired it back up, and a lot of people are already very responsive to it and said, yes, we want to do this. Uh, we like Facebook groups way better. And, of course, you can be a part of it, too. So appreciate everyone tuning in and uh, being a part of today's edition here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, of course, I'm trying to keep track of all the games that have been canceled and I keep having to refresh social media sometimes because let me be honest with you, he's a he's a really nice guy. I don't know him that well, but from what I know, Brett McMurphy's a super nice guy. But he's also a harbinger of doom. He put out not that long ago that the Texas at Kansas game postponed because of COVID issues at Kansas. So he's keeping count. Now up to 14 games impacted this week after 15 were canceled or postponed last week is what he's put out there. Also, UNLV at Colorado State. That game canceled according to Brett McMurphy's sources telling Stadium. Utah State, Wyoming, we talked about that earlier. I missed Central Arkansas at Louisiana. That game canceled because of COVID-19 issues. Completely missed that. It did catch the Navy and USF game and the Houston at SMU game. Uh, Wake Forest at Duke, I missed that yesterday. I didn't get a chance to see that one. Uh, of course, you all heard about the Maction Bowling Green yesterday announcing that the Falcons would be without four assistant coaches for the game against Buffalo. So I completely missed that before we get off the air yesterday. And it's it's just completely crazy what we have seen over the last few weeks and even this week it's it's crazier now than it was a few weeks ago of course I almost feel like maybe we should have went early maybe we should have went early with these games and just got these things going instead of waiting later I feel like that might have been the more prudent move start early start as soon as you possibly can and try to get to the finish line stay safe because it feels like the later Teams, some teams are having so many problems that started early, and some teams that started later are having problems. And so there's not really a right answer here. What do you do when you think you're doing everything you possibly can and you still have issues? And of course, somebody either got exposed, didn't know about it. I think a lot of it is when you're with people you're familiar with. That's where, again, not a scientist here. 
let me qualify this. Not a scientist here, so I don't know why we have a run on toilet paper and things like that. Because, again, I don't know what the scientific uh, issue here is. Um, why It's like running for milk and bread. You know, when, when trouble hits, we run for milk, bread, and now Charmin. But I do digress. I think it's we're with people who we're familiar with. And so if somebody slips up, then it comes to you. If someone you're with, someone you're familiar with, I mean, here at the office, and I'm sure it's your office across the tri-state and West Virginia, of course, Ohio, Kentucky, our entire region, is we're ramping up. We're ramping up what we're doing. We stay socially distanced. Uh, unless you're at your desk, you are wearing a mask. All times you're wearing a mask unless you're at your desk. Uh, we have sneeze guards at certain desks we're putting more in and we're doing that so we're protecting everyone as we possibly can because it's very hard sometimes to social distance uh, as far as you would like so we have extra precautions some people have cubicle areas and they have dividers and all that but we're doing that we're doing our due diligence and then we get maybe with people we're familiar with I mean, that could be a reason. I don't know. I don't know because I love what Marshall's been able to do. They've been able to, and I'm not saying they're locking these kids down and just putting them in a box at night and then opening up the box in the morning and getting them out. I think what has happened here is these players, to their credit, have taken responsibility and know that if they mess up, they could take themselves out. They could take their teammate out. They could take their entire team out when it comes to playing football. And these kids love football so much that they don't want to chance it. So Doc has done a great job of selling these kids on, look, what is important to you? How do you protect that? You do this. Is it an inconvenience? Yes. Is it uncomfortable at times? Sure. You know, it's not fun not going out and having fun with your friends or putting yourself in situations with large groups of people. And even when you do that, you still have a risk here. So that's where we're at right now with the fact that we're getting closer already. Flu season, weather change. We've got situations where we're going to be in contact with a lot of people here and give Marshall credit, give Marshall top to bottom credit doing a good job of not being the reason why any game has been canceled. Keeping these kids safe, keeping any contact traced as best they can, making sure that the kids are going through the protocol, everything that happens behind the scenes. If you listen to Doc Holliday on Monday when we ran back his presser, I mean, he talked about, look, you know, we've, we've got t- guys that have been here a long time. Uh, we've got people in administration that have been here a long time. And there's a lot of things going on in the back end to make sure that you can pull this off and to keep these kids safe. And that's where we're seeing Marshall being successful right now. The programs that are handling this better are being successful. Not necessarily win-loss record, but being successful in pulling this off. You haven't heard of any major spreader outbreaks here because of Marshall football. 
you haven't heard of that just yet. And, of course, again, we're talking about an outside sport. And everyone's in protocol. If you play Marshall, you're in protocol. You're in the Marshall protocol, unless it's a road game for Marshall. And road game is conference game at this point. So everyone's in the same protocol. That's where we're at right now. And Charlotte's protocol caught it. Charlotte immediately letting Marshall know. And usually we're, we're waiting. We're wait- okay, is this game going to happen? We're waiting Thursday night, Friday night. We're waiting. And at least we know now it's, it's, de- it's really, I don't want to say depressing, but it's, it's disappointing. I think that's fair. It's very disappointing, to say the least, that you're gearing up, you're getting ready for the game, and then all of a sudden, nope, no game. We'll see you in a couple weeks unless Marshall schedules something in the interim. And, you know, Marshall might go out of conference or Marshall might try to figure out if there's a conference game that can be played. Maybe Marshall is working with the conference to say, look, get us a makeup game here. Get us somebody. Let's get a game here. Or maybe there's going to be some, some, some trading going on and like, okay, we're going to trade you Rice and we get Charlotte. That does it for this edition. Don't forget, find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. Facebook, we've got a group now, the Drive with Paul Swan group. Look forward to seeing you there. And, of course, always, always, if you missed a show, you can get it on demand. Go to our website, wrvc.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. I want to especially thank Matt Swearad, the voice of the Charlotte 49ers, for being on the program today. No game to talk about, but still it was a fun conversation with Matt, and uh, I appreciate him for doing that. Back on Thursday. Don't forget, we've got Doc Holiday on Thursday as well. So we get a, we get a fun day for you tomorrow. Looking forward to it here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.